Hey there and welcome. Are you ready to put your digital marketing on steroids? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. Digital marketing runs through our veins. So listen up to get some seriously impressive ideas for your business. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 34 of the Impressive Digital Podcast. We are here with the uh, illustrious Jono Solomon. Today, we're going to be covering off a little bit of a hot topic, I suppose, uh, the coronavirus. Not just to talk about the coronavirus in general, because neither of us are uh, qualified (laughs) to have such medical opinions. However, a little bit more about what's actually happening in the marketplace that we're involved in of of digital marketing and e-commerce. As we cruise through, we just talk about a couple of examples that we've seen in the last sort of, I don't know, probably two weeks, I guess, some of the things that we've done with customers, some customers that we've been able to help. And of course, a little bit about, you know, stuff we've observed in the market. But most of all, I guess, you know, the, the topical thing with that beautiful backdrop you have there looking so smart with all of your books, working from home, it's a good place to start. How have you found it, mate? Have you uh, seen it as an interesting time? You've enjoyed it? I know not, it's not for everybody, but some love it. Yes. Uh, thank you, Sam. First of all, Knowledge doesn't come free. People know I'm an avid reader. I consume many books. Uh, I can see you giggling there in the background. Look, uh, it's been okay. It's been an adjustment. I personally, I like to sort of get caught up in things throughout the day. So I feel like my days go a little bit longer. But overall, it's been okay. I guess now, unfortunately, we're renovating our unit. So I'm at the mother-in-laws with uh, three generations of Italian women as well so uh there's a curveball thrown in there i'm getting fatter there's a lot going on but definitely probably adjusted by now how uh how are you going sam you've got the little one around the dog running around as well I do. Uh, is the wife a, home? A busy house. Yeah, everyone's here. Yeah. I guess working from home for me is is nice because I get to spend that extra time with them rather than commuting. But probably normally for me, working from home is a is a sometimes food, and I, I do it periodically rather than when you're in that position all the time. I'm finding in this later part of the week, I really have to make sure that I concentrate to to remain here. You know, you've been at home for so long, you start to feel a little bit like oh, I'm at home rather than having that, oh, I'm at home, but here's work and I'm going to get stuck into it. So it's just balancing that a little bit for me now, but productivity has been good. I do get to focus uh, when, I, when I do shut the door and it'll be really interesting, you know, as many people that I speak to say, to see what happens on the other side of this with everybody being forced to work to home, how that changes the way that the workforces are able to operate. Because, you know, as impressive at the moment, we're, we're now forced to work out these work from home plans, which I think is kind of cool because if it gives a lot more flexibility, people get more used to this sort of video call way of communicating, then, you know, it might open up a lot of uh, free time for people where our lives are quite busy and commutes. So I think yeah, it's, having the yeah. commuting time is definitely nice. Not getting the on a train for stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing anything to help you sort of focus? Like this week, no one can, you can't see the bottom of me, but I promise you I'm wearing jeans. This week I've been getting up and actually going for the run, getting out of the shower and putting on the clothes I would normally wear, which I've sort of found helps a bit mindset wise to start the day. Yeah. Have you found so, any sort of things like that? 
I do exactly the same thing. Super important. Yep. Yeah, just, just getting yourself into the same zone, preparing a space that you feel comfortable in. You know, like I have an office set up that, you know, again, I have some books that make me look more smarter than I am. I've read <laughs> half of them, I think. But the idea is then the desk, my office is set up that I have everything, I have the space so that it helps me focus. Um, but certainly starting to make sure you get to the, the chair before you start time so that, you know, you're really treating yourself like you're in, still in a, a work environment. It's not, not just taking it easy, having an easy morning. I still get up, I take the dog for a walk, I come in, have my food, and then, you know, have a shower, get ready, and then I'm, I'm here. So I do get that extra bit of time. The dog benefits with a bigger walk, but I still go down that, that same path. So, yeah, so working from home, it's a cool thing. We're, we're all enjoying it, but I'm sure at the end of this, we're all going to want to get back to work. <laughs> which yeah, look, will be it might be funny. a sometimes food, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as we uh, as we jump on with that, I guess is the more topical thing of like, how have we seen or what are we doing to, to help um, stay ahead of the curve? You know, on one hand, we've got the government trying to flatten it and then we're just trying to stay ahead of it. So examples, um, Jono, for those of you that don't know, is one of our senior account managers looking after more strategic view on what can be done with our accounts. So have you, have you got a couple of examples, mate, that we can share with the audience about how you've helped our customers pivot on their strategy? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's the, the thinking that you have to employ is the same thinking you employ throughout the year. It's focusing on what your customers are doing, especially with digital, because it's quite personal, we're reaching people a lot on their mobiles through Google and through social media. So it is, it is quite a personal channel that we're reaching them through. So you really want to be, you want to be topical. You want to pull back a bit on the, the sales sort of copy. And you want to be, I guess, focusing on how uh, you as a business and your product can slot in and, and be a part of their lives. So, you know, in the same way that we, we do that all year, we're, we're doing it here. So we're knowing that uh, a lot of people, like we just spoke about, are, are working from home. And not only working from home, are also spending a lot more time at home. You know, you're not going to restaurants and, and bars during the week. So trying to really speak to people about what that experience is. So one of the cool things that we have done recently with a client of ours in the makeup space is talking about, uh, it sounds weird for me to say, but glamming up it's not for weird. yourself. It's not weird for you to glam up. No, it's not. We, we all know I'll highlight here and there. But it's it really is about, you know, selling the message. Uh, I guess we were just talking about getting up in the morning and, and still getting dressed the way that you always would um, and doing all those things, speaking to people about doing the same thing, you know. So giving keeping on giving makeup tips a lot of what we do is is about before and afters but also educating people on how they can use different products and sending the message that you know still putting the time in in the morning that that 10 minutes that you spend putting your makeup on to start the day is still really important and it's not something that you necessarily do for other people that you're going to encounter during the day so it's a really nice I guess organic message for people that that time that they spend actually getting ready for the day is is something that they can be doing for themselves to make yourself look good. It's funny you say that actually. The, I was talking with one of the team I think, and they were actually talking about there was a, a fashion brand, but they had seen like a something like a sixty percent increase in their like homeware stuff you know like jammies mm. and comfy clothes because people were like oh we're going to be sitting around we might as well buy comfy clothes but i think <laughs> what you're saying like 
you know, getting up and doing the makeup and feeling fresh, it, it does. It's, it makes you still feel up and down because otherwise I think it's really easy to slip into that sort of like uh, sloth mode where you're just kind of chilling around the house and not doing anything. It's quite hard to break out of that. So that, that's really interesting. Is, it, is there any others that are of note that you might see? Uh, we've got one really cool example that I know you'll probably love is a client of ours that they do a lot of dog treats. There's a subscription box they can do, which is really, really cool. Once a month, they'll send you, you know, a box of it's some treats and some toys and all of that stuff for your dog. What we've done is, again, look at a lot of people who are staying home and a lot of people who are working from home. What we saw just by sort of observing what people were doing on social media was a lot of people posting pictures of their dog, you know, the classic dog up on the on the computer pretending to type ah, uh, dog hey. yeah those sorts of things and even just dogs that were you know pumped to have their owners home so we started getting users to send that in and you know doing a few giveaways here and there for for the best photo that they could send in and and then really sort of talking about you know if you're going to be at home focusing on the the loved ones that you're at home with and in a lot of people's cases that that is their dogs so you know treating their dogs and and making the most of that time so offering you know a lot of people aren't leaving the house so offering one-off purchases of, of treats and dog toys and things like that to i guess enhance the time that people have um at home with the uh the fur baby spoiling their dogs hitting them where it hurts you can't help but uh when you walk past the treat little uh, thing but uh, get something out for the dog they deplenish quickly i, I noticed that myself so it's it's interesting the the two examples where they're still engaging with the community, you know, from a different a different as, aspect. Both of those businesses are looking to try and talk about, hey, let's let's talk about what is and how do we move around that and offering a way to to, to normalise what the situation is or or have a bit of fun with it, which is cool. From from another point of view is the, um, an acquisition point of view, which is where I'm in the in the business to be able to talk about a, a customer which before now they they had been predominantly a retail business sort of 60 60 70 percent of their revenue had been coming from the retail store and when they came to us it was just at the very start of what was happening but they've now had to pivot to actually being that their store is pretty much closed because of what's going on as from a government perspective and it moving more towards the likelihood that it's going to become closed you know indefinitely until things change and they've had to try and replace that revenue for their business because otherwise they're going to shut the doors through online so we've we've really been talking now about a new strategy of how they're going to one you know communicate with their current customers and try and sell to them to reach new audiences that were not as geographically based as they have been prior to try and, you know, because they're making quite a bit of revenue and they have to replace that not only for staff, but of course they're still going to pay rent. So this, this was a real, a real challenge and we've worked with them to be able to say, Hey, look, there's a, a new way, show them a, a very diverse strategy and what we can do. And I would say at the end of this, you know, the business is going to open up to a retail space again, but now because of what has happened with the coronavirus and it's forced their hand into really playing in the online market, they'll actually end up having a, a really strong or a bigger business as a result. So you know, I, I see these like you know, happy stories where, where people are engaging more as a community and things like that. And then I also see on, on that hand where this business has just been forced their hand to try a little bit harder online, of which case at the end of it, they're going to have a bigger business as a result. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think from there, and there's a bit of sort of preparing for the new normal as well. Mm. You know, we, I think one of the big things that will come out of this, you know, we were saying again before that, that there may be more working from home for us. Uh, the way that people shop will change. There'll be certain items that were traditionally seen as an in-store purchase that are now, that people will now feel more comfortable buying online. So I think breaking that barrier may, may help as well. Mm. You know, and, and like you said, they come back and, and the retail arm will, will take a little bit of time to pick up, but they'll also have that online ability and, and they'll have set themselves up to operate both, Yeah, which is a really cool opportunity for them. Yeah. And then there's also the other stuff like this is just, you know, now, now freestyling a little bit around like the, you know, after the, the government told us that uh, it was okay to go and play in the park with friends and do a workout. Uh, other gyms have been unable to to operate, but they're trying to work out streaming, you know, personal trainers that had bigger classes trying to work out streaming services where everybody can log on and do the exercises at home and still have someone shout and scream at them and make them uh, yeah. feel like they need to work harder. You know, a lot of stuff like our, our office delivery supplier that would bring in the milk and the, and the fruit, you know, we got an email saying that they would offer everybody that, that service, you know, because obviously with the, onslaught of people doing their panic buying and making everything so difficult to get their hands on you know they've presented a new facility which i i personally have been looking for delivery options yeah because i have a couple of little ones you know one nearly there and the other one out i'm thinking about not getting infected so helping seeing other other businesses pivot like that and make those changes it's it's really interesting as just the the change in the way that we're starting to operate and how quickly that had to happen. Well, is there also the benefit? I mean, and I'm thinking a fair way ahead, but um, Sam, you and I already, you know, prior to all of this did a lot of meetings online. We did a lot of these sort of zoom hangouts and, and Google meetings and things like that with clients where again, we were saving on, and it's nice to do face to face as well. Don't get me wrong, but we were saving on, you know, time that we'd have to mm. go to, to see a client or time that a client could come back in um, to our office and we could still get a lot of value out of these, which then leaves us, like you said, more time to be at home, you know, with, with the kids and, and stuff like that. So, you know, looking at other things that have been difficult for people to access as well, things like physios, uh, medical professionals, there's always been the opportunity to do it, but people being used to that now. Totally. as a new normal as well which again i didn't think of it as an example until now but we've got a physio that's uh offering video consultations at the moment to people who you know don't feel comfortable going in and, and being close with someone but further again when when things are over it's a great opportunity for someone who can speak to their physio you know while they're in the office yeah or and i certainly can speak to their physio from home i certainly feel like some of those consultations you could save yourself the trip of going there sitting extra time waiting in the room only to have a quick consultation to say yeah, everything's cool you know when you could explain yeah. that so it may really revolutionize some of the some of the way that we we operate which is which is a great thing because as far as we can all see this is a short-term thing that we all just have to live with you know it, it came from where it came from for whatever reasons we don't know hopefully we can fix that a little bit more down the track and get some better things in place I suppose we also want to touch on for listeners is around the grants that are on offer. You know, like there, there is a lot out there. There's a few hoops to jump through, but it's, it's important that people know that they can access those different grants as far as like asset write-offs. I think there's the cash flow one for up to 25 grand. 
You know, these yeah, aren't is. paid out in, in lump sums, but they, there's something that's going to help. And of course, it's worth looking at. I mean, if anybody needs help with that, please get in touch with us. We, we've been helping our customers get access to that or guide them in the right direction for that. Um, I mean, yeah, mate, like, I, I think that for me, like, I've, I don't really have much else to say. I don't uh, want to continue on, on on Corona. I hear so much of it that it's uh, a big thing. But have you got anything else you want to add? I think the only, the final thing for me is, and I, I made the point um, at the start of the podcast is keep thinking as you'd always have to think. Have businesses having to innovate or change their messaging or learn about their clients, that, that's always been a thing. So don't sort of think that coronavirus or, or the impact of this is the first time that you'll have to do that. It should, if anything, kickstart you into thinking like that if you've lapsed on it previously. So, you know, think about what the new normal is going to be. Think about what, you know, what your clients are going to want to hear, how they're going to be using your product, how they're going to speak to them. That should be how you're thinking anyway. So, you know, if anything, like I said, let it be a, a bit of a Kickstarter. Mm, I'd have to say there's diamond advice. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so thanks very much, everybody, for listening. Please do get in touch. Look, if you need to pivot your strategy, if you need a little bit of help, or if you just got some nervousness in the in the business scenario that is existing at the moment, don't hesitate to reach out. Like, we're happy to have a chat, uh, offer advice. I've had multiple conversations just about giving people a bit of insight. And like Jono said there, just, you know, really thinking about what what your customers need and how you can communicate them and how you can provide value. It's not necessarily a time to sell to people because we're all living a little bit in that range of fear, but it's a time to offer value and where you've got expertise that can do that, then people will probably gravitate to you to be able to pay you to, to do your service because it's actually going to help them get to somewhere they need and what's, what's an uncertain time. All right, Jono, I'll, uh, I'll leave you to your um, three Italian <laughs> women. Books. Uh, well, the, the books, mate, I knew you weren't going to go back to those, but you'll probably go back for more food. Uh, I'm sure they're sick of uh, listening to you as, as well, but um, lots of love in the I'm rooms. sure they are. Thank you, for, uh, thank you for your time, mate. Thank you, Sam. See Good you to later. speak to you. Bye.